Welcome, my real wellness friend. I am so glad that you are here today because we're talking how to handle the heat, and it has been hot outside. I just got in from outside. It is just about two o'clock as I'm recording this, and it's hot. And it's going to be even hotter this week. It's going to be up to 101 degrees this heat this week, not including the heat index. So, yeah, this is a really good time to talk about that because when it's super hot, it is way too easy to make the mistake of saying, you know, it's just too hot to do anything more strenuous than sitting under a shade tree. And I don't want that for you because there is so much goodness in exercising out in the sunlight, even if it's in the shade, to being out in the sunshine itself. And also it helps your sleep, vitamin D, mental energy, all these things. So I want you to be able to experience that. I'm, I love the feeling of being outside exercising, even in heat, as long as you're taking the right precautions. And that's what I promise you we're going to be solving for you today is what you can what you can do to adapt to the heat. And then also knowing how hot is too hot regardless. Let's do this. You want to transform your life, to take care of your body, to strengthen your mind. And you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author, and I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today. Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. If it is hot where you live, like it is here, there are going to be days that you say, you know, I didn't get in my early morning workout, and you've either got to switch to a midday workout, or you've got to go to the gym and grind it out on a treadmill or on a stationary bike or something. And I get that that is not fun, trying to exercise all summer long in a gym. I mean, it's beautiful outside. You want to be outside. It's summer. You don't want to be stuck in a gym. But you do want to stick with your workouts. That is going to be critical for us to talk about. That is what we're going to be talking about today. So you can enjoy all the the pleasure and the benefits of being outside, even with the heat. And I have a I have a special relationship to summer heat, I feel like, because I grew up on a farm, which meant that we did not have the option of staying inside in air conditioning. Number one, it was a farmhouse. We didn't even have air conditioning. You had open windows and fans blowing to keep cool. But we always joke that, oh, this is a this is a two shower day, meaning it was so hot in the mornings that you'd sweat it overnight and you had to take a shower and then you work all day and have to take a shower. And sometimes it was three showers a day when it's like mid-afternoon, you're taking a shower to cool off and then another shower before you go to bed. Yeah, that was growing up on a farm because you didn't have that option. You had to be smart. You had to do some of the things I'm going to share with you today on adapting to the heat and getting in the shade and taking breaks and things like that. But you couldn't say, well, we're not going to go out and do any work for the next two weeks just because it's too hot. Also, during my summers, once I got old enough, I was working as a rec director at summer camps. And that felt very different to me because we intentionally could take breaks, go in the shade 
But we also had something really that worked to a disadvantage. And this was something one of my grandmothers, she commented once about not liking working in air conditioning. She had a job that she worked in air conditioning and she said she didn't like it because it kept her from adapting to the heat and it made it feel even hotter when she went outside than it used to feel when she didn't go into the air conditioning for several hours. Same thing whenever I worked as a rec director at summer camps. It was fun to be outside doing everything, playing the games. And then we would go inside into air conditioning for a few hours. And, oh, getting back outside was so hard and it felt so hot. Then during summers in college, I ran, well, I ran cross country in college and we would run in the fall would be the meets, the cross country meets. But that meant during the summer, in the heat, we were training. And I really had to learn how to adapt to the heat, both adapt my schedule to the heat, but also adapt my body. The So that's the experience of it. The exercise physiology, the science of it, is what I want to explain to you right now. You actually can adapt your body to the heat, and you have to do it slowly. So here's how you do that. Seven to 10 days, expose yourself for two to four hours a day to the heat. Now, this does not mean that you're going to, in the middle of summer, start going and doing a, a two-hour run midday. That's not what we're talking about. The word is exposed. So you go out for seven to 10 days for two to four hours a day. So that might mean at lunch, you go outside and you get into the heat during your lunch break. And then when you get home from work, you go outside when it's still 90 degrees and you expose yourself to the heat. You're not exerting yourself. You're simply exposing yourself to it. Then once you've done that, then you begin to exercise lightly for 15 to 20 minutes a day. So that's, you know, so you're exercising in the heat, just going for a stroll, going for a gentle walk, maybe during your lunch break for 15 or 20 minutes. What happens to your body physically during this heat adaptation? You're improving your blood flow from your core to your skin because that's how your body begins the cooling off process is it takes all this heat that you're building up in your core, in your abdomen and in your muscles, and you are moving that heat to your skin where that heat can escape into the air. You also lower your threshold for sweating and you sweat more. So the, what happens to cool you off is that you sweat, and then when air hits that sweat, it evaporates, and that cools you off. Something else that a lot of people don't know that happens with the adaptation is you lower the salt concentration of sweat in the uh, sweat in your um, in the sweat, so it preserves your electrolytes. That's that's what I'm trying to say. That an, an easy way to say this is that you've got less salt in your sweat as you adapt. Well, that means you keep more electrolytes in your body. This past weekend, I was at a conference and it wasn't a health and wellness conference. It was just a, a different conference. And the speaker, though, was relating the story of she was at the beach with her family and her daughter, who's an ER nurse, said, you know, mom, what's going on? And she's like, well, you know, I feel a little bit lightheaded, but I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Her daughter was like, I really think you're dehydrated, mom. You're seeing all the water I'm drinking. I'm not dehydrated. Mom, there's there's hydration and then there's hydration. And I think that you're getting dehydrated. Well, what it was, was she was not getting in enough electrolytes because she'd not adapted to the heat. She was sweating a lot. And that sweat had a lot of salt in it. It had a lot of electrolytes in it. 
versus when you have adapted to the heat, you may sweat a lot. You will sweat a lot, but your body has learned how to hold on to those electrolytes. So you do want to be making sure that you're drinking electrolytes, getting in electrolytes when you're in the adaptation process. Now, one of the keys with this, please hear me on this, is for these adaptations to work well, you must be fully hydrated. If you're not fully hydrated, your body's not going to allow you to sweat that much and you're going to get overheated. What are the things that you can do in addition to giving yourself time to, for your body to adapt to the heat? You can, number one, I just mentioned it, drink a lot of water, more than eight cups. You need eight cups of water, just kind of normal life. When you're out there sweating in the heat, you need more than eight cups. Also, when you can, exercise in the early morning and the late evening. It's not going to necessarily help you adapt to the heat, but if you are doing both, if you're getting most of your workouts early morning, late evening, and you are also getting the exposure and adapting to the heat, that is going to help you be able to continue exercising outside and not have to go do a grueling, boring workout in in the gym, staring at a wall, walking on a treadmill. Something else you can do is wear light colors to reflect the sun's rays. Don't wear dark colors because that's just going to absorb the heat and keep it in. Wear loose-fitting, breathable fabric. This is something that really caught my attention. I was at a garden center. You know that I garden a little bit. And I was at a garden center in the summer, and these, these guys and gals were in long-sleeve shirts. And I said, why in the world are you in long sleeve shirts? They said it's actually keeping us cooler because they were very thin and breathable fabric, but it it allowed their body, it kept the sun off of them, which as a side note, as a redhead, I've learned this, sunburn inhibits the body's ability to cool itself. So they were preventing sunburn and then it allowed their body to sweat, but still evaporate as the air got through that clothing, that fabric. Covering your head with breathable fabric is also helpful. Now, here is a big, I won't say a red flag, but something, well, it is a red flag. If you have certain medical conditions like high blood pressure, it can make you more vulnerable to heat exhaustion and heat stroke. If you are on certain medications, it can make you more vulnerable to heat exhaustion, heat stroke. So talk with your doctor. On one hand, do not be scared of the heat. There are ways to adapt to it. On the other hand, if you've got some medical things going on, don't just go out there willy-nilly. You need to talk to your doctor about how you can adapt to the heat. Now, medications or not, how hot is too hot? Relative humidity is essential to know. This is, I said don't be scared, but this is actually kind of scary, is there have been several deaths of football players reported when the air temperature was below 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Below 75 degrees Fahrenheit, you would think, oh, this is fine. Go push and push as hard as you want. But because the relative humidity was over 95%, the heat index was up there. So you've got to pay attention to more than just the air temperature. And the good news is today we don't have to calculate that. You know, when when I was in school, yes, we had to calculate that. But now you can just go to your weather app for the heat index and look at the feels like number. And that's going to give you the heat index. And that's going to, which is the relative humidity plus the heat. There's one more thing you have to add to that. And that is the sunshine impact. So whatever the heat index says, if you are not, because that is based on your working out in the shade. If you're working out in the sun, 
you may need to add up to 15 degrees more. So let's say that it's 85 degrees in the shade and the heat index says that it's 90. Well, it might actually feel like 100 in the sun. So just be aware of that. According to the National Weather Service, here are where your cautions come in. Now, the cautions don't mean you cannot do this. It just means you better be adapted to the heat. Use those precautions that we talked about. Make sure you're taking breaks. Make sure you're cooling off. Make sure you're not staying out there for way too long. Listen to your body. Always, always, always. We always come back to this is listen to your body. So 80 to 90 degrees Fahrenheit. That's not actual air temperature, but 80 to 90 degrees feels like taking into account relative humidity as well as the sunshine impact can cause extra fatigue. Is that's po Extra fatigue is possible with exercise. 90 to 103 degrees Fahrenheit. So this week it's going to be 101. We know we're going to hit well over 103 is the high that day for the heat index. This is where we need to use extreme caution. Because this is where with exercise, you can have heat stroke, cramps, and heat exhaustion. So really be careful with this. When perspiration, when your sweat evaporates off the body, it effectively reduces your body's temperature. So you've got to be able to sweat and you've got to be able to have, you know, some type of airflow. That's one reason if you're exercising inside, even if the temperature is the same, you don't have airflow to help evaporate that perspiration so it can actually feel hotter even than being outside the temp even though the air temperatures might be actually the same so just pay attention to that be careful out there don't be scared to adapt to the heat as long as everything's healthy in your body but do be careful so here's the action i want you to take number 1 if you've got medical issues talk to your doctor because that's going to let you know what how much that you need to be aware or if it's even safe for you to do this Second is start exposing yourself to the heat. I mentioned eating lunch outside, eat dinner outside, go for go for a stroll in the evenings when it's still a little bit warm. And if you can't do all your workout in the early a.m., no problem. If the heat index allows you, then go for that gentle 10-minute walk midday, even during the heat of the day, to be able to get acclimated to the heat. Again, listen to your body. Don't hear what I'm not saying. You know, don't don't say, oh, well, it's fine for me to go do everything. And I'm feeling dizzy, but it's no big deal. You know, keep going. No, don't hear what I'm not saying. Listen to your body. But if you're going to not want to exercise inside and you want to adapt to the heat, this episode has just told you what the science says of how you can do that. Thanks so much for being here. Be safe out there. And I look forward to talking with you next week. Thank you for joining me and investing in yourself today. Who else do you know who needs to hear this? Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, find your path to real wellness and fulfill your potential.